Yeah, yeah, peace and blessings. You know, I'm Lenny Love. It's my thing, my show, my podcast, Lens Bias. Talk about culture, life, things going on inside our minds. <clears throat> Today, since we're on the verge of the NBA season, I mean, I'm a football fan, but I'm a much bigger basketball fan. We're going to talk about the outlook for the Philadelphia 76ers season. Now, me being from Philly, of course. I don't know if I told y'all before. Yeah, I'm from Philly. I'm a Sixers fan. I wasn't always a Sixers fan. I was a Lakers fan for a good 20 years. You know, I ruled with my man Kobe Bryant. Excuse me, Black Mamba. But uh, that after he retired, I made a decision. Like, yo, there's no reason for me to be a Lakers fan no more. I'm coming home to my Sixers. So I did. We weren't the best team at the time, but we were working on it. So now that we got the pieces, we looking like something. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, if you're going to talk about the Sixers, you got to start off with our uh, our MVP candidate, you know, the process, Joel Embiid. I'm really looking forward to seeing my man get busy this year. But, you know, the key factor to that is he got to stay healthy. Every team, every team superstar, the thing that you fear the most is them getting injured. And Joel's got a, you know, a history of being injured. Like, when he first came in the league, he was injured. What's crazy is this for, like, Maybe four or five years, the Sixers had the number one pick or player in the NBA draft after uh, it stopped with the Bull Fultz, Markel Fultz. But we were getting Norland's Noel. He was projected to go number one. He fell to three. We got Embiid at three. He was projected to go number one. We got Ben. We got Fultz. And there's one more player I'm forgetting. Uh, I forget his name. But, yeah, Joel, he got to stay healthy. That's the most important thing because when he on the court, he is an MVP candidate. He can give you 30 and 10, 30 and 15 or shit, 20 and 20, you know, because he really get busy. But the other thing that we really need him for is to be our defensive anchor because there's going to be people trying to get to the basket. And then today's game, you got a lot of like fours and fives, power forwards and centers. They're getting, you know, dragged away from the basket guarding, you know, stretch fours and stretch fives. But Embiid has the the lateral quickness and agility to to get back and defend. And we're going to need that. We're going to need him to protect the rim. And we're a big team, but having him in that middle is, like they say, it anchors the defense. So this could be, this could really be a big year for homie and shit. He could go out as defensive MVP, excuse me, defensive player of the year, most viable player, and can go out with a chip and MVP of the finals. So I'm expecting a lot from Joel, as you can hear. But Joel can't do it by himself. If you're going to call Joel Batman, then his Robin is Ben Simmons. And Ben is a hell of a player. He can get to the basket whenever he wants to. There's really no stopping him. But the key, you know, the key things that we're looking at for Ben this year is, one, bro, you already know, that jump shot. That jump shot. I don't care if you make it, I need you to take it. Growing up playing basketball, I wasn't always the most consistent shooter. I was more of a scorer. I'm going, man, I was more of everything. I'm going to do everything out there. But I always was told, like, yo, you get a jump shot, you be deadly. You get a jump shot, nobody can guard you. And that's the thing that's with Ben is like, yo, nobody can guard you now. And the only time they're not guarding you is when they give you the jump shot. Pull that shit. I don't give a fuck if you airball five straight. My man Kobe had the airball in the playoffs versus Utah to realize, yo, I got more work I need to do. I need to get stronger so I can be able to shoot them jump shots in the fourth quarter. 
So whatever mental block he's going through, that Ben's going through with this shit, he got to get around it. You got to put that work in. You got to shoot. You got to get in there. You got to change your form. Whatever you got to do, you just got to improve because we need you taking jump shots. We need that. <clears throat> also, he can also be a candidate for defensive player of the year, which is crazy. He can really lock people down. He's going to get some blocks. He's going to get some boards. He's going to get some steals. He's going to shut down a lot of the other team's best players, especially when they're playing that guard and, and like, forward position. So it's looking, you know, we're expecting a lot, a lot out of Ben. And to me, the one thing that I expect even more than the jump shot is leadership. With you being that point guard of a young team, I need you to command the leadership. I need you to be wise enough to listen to the old heads like Al Horford, but be smart enough to be like, you know what? This is my team, and we go where I lead. Joe, get on the box, and I'm going to run this thing. Ben got to be the leader of the team. He got to take over the team. He's the point guard. He's our leader. <clears throat> now, the third person I want to talk about is another person that's been, you know, coming back from last year. We re-signed him, Tobias Harris. I like bull game. A lot of niggas talk shit about Tobias. I like his game, though, because with Tobias, you're going to get a nigga that ain't scared to put the ball up. He's the opposite of Ben. He's shooting. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I like that because you need people like that. And we're going to count on his shooting like a lot. We're going to count on him being clutch, especially in the fourth quarter. Now, I'm not saying we need him to be the closer, but he has to step up in that role if that's what we need. We need him to be clutch. We need his scoring. He's a long body, too. So, yeah, defense. If you put the effort in, but more importantly, we really need scoring from Tobias because the way I look at it, say we match up with, say we match up with um like the Lakers in the finals, the Sixers versus the Lakers in the finals, right? At the two guard for the Lakers, more than likely is going to be Danny Green. So I have no problem with Tobias guarding Danny Green and Ben guarding LeBron. I have no problem with that. I, I have complete faith in Ben guarding LeBron. But, Tobias, I need you to score. Because guess what? If Danny Green knocked down four threes, that's 12 points. We need you with a dub easy. We need you with 15 points to a dub easy. So, out of Tobias, I expect scoring, shooting, and, you know, helping us in their fourth quarter when we need those buckets. <clears throat> now, we got to talk about some of our new additions. Now, I'm going to start off with the rookie, Matthias Thabo. I hope I said your name right, young boy. I like you. I like you. You out there. You was out there getting busy. Now, yeah, it was preseason, but I like, excuse me, I like the confidence that you was showing. Like the young boy, first of all, he known for his defense. And he was out there shrapping. He was out there getting stills, locking niggas up. And I like that. When I get on the court, yeah, I'm going to score that ball. But you also believe that I ain't afraid to stand in front of another man and defend him and expect to stop him. I'm not giving you nothing. And that's the same type of uh, mentality the young boy got. We're going to need that. I like that, especially out of a rookie. And guess what? He can shoot. He can shoot. <clears throat> so that's something to watch out for. Because guess what? That rookie might end up taking the uh, Josh Richardson spot. But we'll get to Josh in a minute. Because I look at it like this. If Matthias do what he got to oh, I hope I'm saying your name right, boy. That boy, um... If he do what he got to do out there, he could be the starting two guard. That or at least the uh, the sixth man. I see him definitely as the sixth man because of how hard he playing his skills. But, young boy, you go out there and do your thing. You get heavy in the playoffs. Man, he would be the starting two guard on a championship team. I see it already. I can see it. 
because and then we got to get to Josh because we signed him when we lost Jimmy. We kind of got him from um from uh, the Miami Heat, and I like Josh because Josh can shoot, he can handle the ball, and he do well in transition. You know, he can maneuver and shake and bake and get up and dunk on that nigga. <clears throat> but unless Josh like take his game to like some type of crazy level, and I can't even see him taking it to a crazy level on the Sixers because we don't need him to be a thirty point scorer. I really don't see a future for him on the team unless he becomes a six man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or unless Thalbo don't equate to what I believe he's gonna become. But in my opinion, I see I see Thalbo flourishing. And that's not saying I see Richardson not flourishing. I just I think it's a higher ceiling for Thalbo because he's a rookie and he's younger. So we're gonna get more years out of him. So I give us more incentive to keep him. <clears throat> but I do like Richardson. Let me say that again. Josh Richardson, young boy can shoot the ball. He can handle the ball, which we're gonna also need when Ben goes to the uh the bench. And he can also, you know, get that break started or run the break very well, finish the breaks. I like that. He can start the break, run the break, finish the break. That's what you need out of a player. So, who else did we bring? Guess what? We went to Celtics and said, look, we can't shut Al Horford down, so we're going to just bring him in. <laughs> we ain't got time for this. If he giving um, if he giving Embiid problems, bring him. Can't beat him, join him. Fuck it. And guess what? We did it. And we're going to need him because that leadership that he brings to the team to settle him down, we're going to need that. We're going to need his defense. And he's another shooting big man, which is going to help stretch the floor. That's going to help Ben when he be cutting. That's going to help Joel with spacing. That's going to help everybody. So Al Horford is a crazy addition to the team. Now, don't, me, don't get me wrong. We got more <clears throat> excuse me, additions to the team, but these was the ones that I felt like really was going to help us win the championship because don't get it wrong, like, I really see us like we can win the chip this year. Don't don't get it twisted. People be looking at it like, yo, you go up against the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors or Port Man. Listen, Sixers can be anybody in the West. It can be anybody in the it can be anybody in the NBA. Sixers can be the world champions this year. This year. Not next year. This year. Well, you know what I mean. It's like 2019, 2020 season. But yeah. Definitely could be the champions, man. It's just all up to you know our core stars or our core, you know, group. We got some other people that I'm looking at, like Trey Burke. I know about Trey Burke. If you're a basketball fan, you know about Trey Burke. Like he can get a couple buckets, so that's good having him come off the bench. Uh, we got the you got I forget his name, like Franken. Like I fucking forget his name, but he can shoot. Uh, we got some players. Somebody's a big man. I can't remember who he is. He was getting busy last night. It's like Norvell or something like that. Like Norvell, Powell or something like that. But, you know, that's another big man that's going to be, he ain't afraid to block shots. He ain't afraid to jump with them big men. He reminds me of a Jared Allen, but the dark skin version. <laughs> but, yeah, if you're a Sixers fan, you know, let me think. I mean, excuse me, let me know what you think. You know, if you on Anchor, you can leave a comment. Or you can leave a comment wherever you hear this shit, you know. Let me know how you feel. Even if you ain't a Sixers fan, how you think your team going to do? We definitely can go back and forth and talk about your team because I probably know more about them than you do. I'm deep in this basketball shit, baby. But, yeah, it should be a fun season. I can't wait, yo. I'm definitely going to be grabbing the league pass. I'm definitely trying to watch. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, this winter going to be lit. Like, you got Disney Plus coming out. 
I'm gonna grab that and I'm gonna grab League Pass and I'm gonna be a happy man. I'm gonna sit back, smoke my tree, brother, and I'm gonna just watch basketball and enjoy life and shit. And next year when the warm up and my Sixers win the NBA World Championship, I'm gonna say, yo, just go back. October 16th, it was probably around like 9, 10, 7 in the morning. Listen to my podcast on the Sixers season outlook. I'm only talking championship. If we don't win a chip, it's, it's a it's a loss of a season because that's the level of talent we have. We have championship talent. I don't give a fuck about LeBron and AD playing together. And if they went and got Batman and Boogie Cousins and, and the Boogie Knights from Harlem, I don't give a fuck who they got. I don't care who the Clippers got. I don't care who nobody got. I respect Giannis, but fuck the Bucks. <laughs> Boston, fuck y'all niggas. Y'all don't put no fear in my heart. Who else out there? My homeboy team, Chicago, they not even a team. That's like a girls team. And I got way too much respect for girls to even disrespect them like that. So they worse than that. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a hell of a season. I can't wait. Uh, so maybe that's what the next podcast would be about. It might be an NBA review. I'm going to try to get that done before the season starts. Any of my homies, you know, you listen to the podcast, we got to do a podcast together. Especially, you know, if we hoop together, you know I'm about this hooping shit. Y'all niggas know. But, uh, yeah, fuck with me. Lenny Love, this has been Lens Bias. I appreciate you listening. Peace.